Hey there, Jed Coberness here from JedCoberness.com. And that's who this episode, that's what this episode is brought to you by, is JedCoberness.com. I'm an exercise physiologist, certified, right? Certified exercise physiologist, I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. I have 12 years of experience of doing whatever it takes, research, understanding, practice, and coaching other people to, and myself, actually myself first, and then other people, to understand what a person goes through for change. Empathy is my number one go-to. If I haven't been through it, I usually don't talk to it or about it. I need to understand what it feels like, what it tastes like, what it smells like, what I feel like, right? Like what my body feels like, what my mind thinks of it, everything, through and through. If I have not felt it, thought it, anything, I usually don't speak to it because it's just not my style. I need to understand, I want to understand what a person goes through in order to help them. Otherwise, I feel very hypocritical. I feel like I don't have much to offer at that moment, at that point. So yeah, that's 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 me, right? That's me in a nutshell. Brought to you by JedCoverness.com, right? Uh, I hit record today, and I, I just feel compelled to bring the heat, right? The more I listen to, the more I learn, the more I go through my life, I surround myself with people who take responsibility for their choices. And I'm not, I'm not outside of this. I have taken responsibility for every single thought, every single choice, every single understanding. I mean... It empowers you. A lot of people are afraid of it, but it empowers you. Like, let it empower you. You are not a victim. I do not surround myself with victims because victims only, they only lay down and they just suffer. They want to suffer. They, ha- they think that it's everybody else's fault. They cannot do anything about it. And that is a victim. I am not a victim. I survive and I thrive and I run and I play and I love. Those are emotions, right? But it doesn't matter. It does not matter. What does matter is the fact that you do not suffer. Do not let a victim victimize you. Like you choose everything. I chose to record today. Did I know what I was going to talk about? Not at all. I usually never do. And that's the best part. I just know what I know based on experience. We we live and we do based on experience. If we enjoy it, we do it again until it doesn't become enjoyable. Or some people love to not enjoy it. They love to suffer. They love to, you know, complain. 
and blame and hate and they get addicted to that and that becomes their life or you do the opposite you forgive and you heal and you love and you choose every decision every decision every single decision that you make has an effect you cause and then the effect happens cause and effect that's the world we live in as soon as you take responsibility for the cause because you choose the cause and the effect happens then the awareness increases and you go oh if I wake up in the morning and tell myself I am grateful to literally breathe, I'm grateful for breathing and my heart beating and being able, being able to move on my own, I'm grateful for that. Anything else past that is a win. Now, if you've been listening to my stuff, listening to me, uh, watching my videos, any audios, I've been saying that for years, but if you're new to hearing that from me and this is the first time, you're like, whoa, okay. Anything past that's a win. If you start to tell yourself that and tell yourself every single day that today is the best day of your life. Today, this moment, right now, is the best moment of your life and anything past that is the best. If you start telling yourself that, then anything will be that because you are setting yourself up for that. Even Even if the struggle comes to you, it doesn't matter, because you're already living in the best way possible, in everything you could ever imagine is just already happened, the best way possible, this is philosophical talking to, to some people, this is inspiring talk to other people, this is bullshit to some, this is amazing to others, like, matters to me none, because it's from my heart, like, I believe in what I say because I hold my truth I hold my words as truth and law like what I tell myself what I speak is true no matter what I'm right I'm right even if even if people think I'm wrong I'm still right it's my story it's my life they're my words I get to tell them I have taken responsibility. I take responsibility for every action that I do, every thought that I think, every movement that I move in. I am responsible for. That is empowering. The audacity that I have for myself is massive because people just, sometimes you're just sheep, you just follow. And if that offends you, you're probably a sheep. You're like, I'm not a sheep. I don't follow. Well, then do something different right now. Stand up if you're sitting down. Stand up right now. And then if you you do it, you're a sheep, right? You just follow. If you don't do it and you're like, man, I'm very aware that I don't need to do that, then you're probably not a sheep. But if you literally took that and went, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. I'm going to stand up and do something different then you just follow, right? Like, I know that seems very confusing and condescending. Now, it's not. 
Because as soon as you start thinking for yourself and not just following the masses and doing what everybody else does, get in line and mindlessly do whatever it is, then you start living. Everything is made to be scalable. Everything. 1% of people are living what they want to do. 99% of us were sitting here, and I include myself because I'm not there yet. You don't see me just gallivanting all around and doing whatever I want. I have not done the mental preparation for that yet. Yet. I'm good with it. Like, it's coming. And I may never get there, and I'm okay with that, and I love that. But to live with gratitude and to understand that I am responsible for way more of my life than what I give myself credit for is empowering. Because I control my life. You've ever heard of God or man has a plan and God laughs? Yeah, right? I have a plan. God will laugh because then I surrender whatever my plan is and say, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm going to turn my ship back around and follow you. And whatever your God is, whatever God is to you, could be universe, could be, I mean, anything, right? Whatever it is, that does not matter. What matters most to me is to keep spreading the empowerment. That's what matters to me. Like, empower yourself and stop living this life of blame and shame, right? Oh no, what if, what if I do this and, and people think this? Man, who gives a shit what people are going to think? I don't. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks of me. I hear it. I listen to it. I don't entertain it. But at least I listen to go, huh, that's what you think of me? Cool. Good. And then I dismiss it and go, well, here's what I think of me. Right? I'm capable of anything that I want to do. There is no limitation. I want to do something, I do it. And some people are like, yeah, but you go to work every day. Yeah, well, I'm choosing to go to work right now, right? Like, I want to go to work. I work. I work. And then I play. I do both. Because play is work. Right now, there's something that I'm learning with my current occupation. What it is yet, I don't know, and I love that. It matters to me none that, I, you know, like I'm patient. I'm patient AF. Patient AF. Yeah, like my, my lock screen on my phone is uh, this, the bigger the ambition, the slower you go. And that's a big one to me because I'm going slow, right? Like, I'm in it for the marathon. The marathon of life, not the sprint of short-term gains. Long-term gains, like, you know, it, it just comes down to, like, like, right now, I have, what is it, 17 or 17 or 16 more mindset coaching articles, blog posts, whatever you want to call it, to finish 365 
blog posts and to then move that into the next evolution of whatever I'm supposed to do next. And I used to like really shame myself to say, well, I should get this done today or I need to get this done today. This should have been done by now. You know, I could should all over myself. But really, the mental preparation and like the mindset is ready when it's ready. Like 365 blog posts. When's the last time a person has done that, right? When have you ever created a program that you believe in so much that you cannot physically breathe without, right? I cannot physically breathe without doing this program, without creating more of it, without saying, just do a little bit every day and it adds up to be a lot. Like, those are the changes. Like, if you're not willing to change your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul, whatever you want to call it, then you're not, then you're not going to do it. Then you're not with me. It's okay. Find another quick fix because mine's not a quick fix. Find whatever you want to commit to. But long term, like, it's funny. I was just listening to the, this uh, video, this online you know, workshop or whatever. It's, he's like, if you can't commit to two years, then this probably isn't uh, the workshop for you. And I'm like, shit, dude, you get it. I'm with you. Like, if you can't commit yourself to a year, if you can't commit yourself to two years, then you're, you're probably not the best fit to be listening to what I have to say. Commitment, consistency, all-out change. Everything that you do, everything that you choose to do, everything that you are aware that you're doing affects your life. Everything. Moment to moment, thought to thought, movement to movement affects your life. Your body, one year from now, this is an interesting fact. Cells live, cells die, cells evolve, right? Like your body is full of cells. One year from now is a replacement of your current cells. I like that fact. That was cool. That's a little science for you. One year from right now, your body will be completely new because that's how it works, right? Your body regenerates cells. Cells live, cells die, cells regenerate, they evolve, whatever it is. That process takes one full year to replace your current body. Everything from head to toe, inside and out, one year. Let that sink in. Let that really sink in. One year from now, if you put in, right, you eat, like your body is a factory, like you eat junk, shitty food, then those workers go and try to process that, and then it comes out as poop, you shit it out, that's it, right? From start to beginning, and you do that for a year, what do you think the rest of your body's gonna operate like? Do you think if you're eating junk food and smoking and eating just complete shit that it's going to operate very well? Not at all, right? For a year and you do that. Now, you change everything. Nice and slow, change this, change that. From a year from now, you start to change your diet, start to change your movement pattern, start to change your stress, start to change your thought patterns. Year from now, you commit to it. Do you think that it would look different? 
Do you think your cells would be different? I can guarantee you, yes, they will be. Yes, they will be. Two years from now, boom. That is fascinating to me. The cells in your body take a year, like head to toe. Now, if you don't start to become aware or familiar with your actions, your thoughts, your movements, and you just stay sleeping, and you let years go by, and you, and you don't treat yourself very well, and you're high stress, and you eat like crap, and, and, and really, a lot of people are going to get offended by that, and be like, oh, I can't afford this, and can't. okay, well, you're choosing that, you're choosing to do that, and that will piss people off too, awesome then I'm not your person. Then you can just stop listening to my shit. Unsubscribe. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Felicia. I'm out. One year. Every single day you choose. One way or another. You choose to wake up. You choose to hit the snooze. You choose to do something different. Put your underwear on first instead of your socks. (gasps) Holy shit, interruption, Batman. Seriously, try it. Try putting on your right sock instead of your left first. Try putting on your shirt before your underwear. Man, your body, your mind will go, what the fuck? What are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm serious, do it. Because you will wake yourself up real fast and go, and not literally, you might, but you'll go, wait, 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 this feels weird. And that right there, that moment right there where you're like, wait, 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 this, this doesn't feel exactly right. That means you're onto something. That means you're waking up. Every moment is like that. Boom. Do more of that. Take a different way to work. Turn on your right blinker before your left blinker. Confuse the shit out of yourself and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why did you just do that? Driving down a a, a road and, and turn on the blinker and then shut it off. Why did you just do that? I don't know. Interrupting my patterns. Let your hairs rise on your arm because you're like you're changing that's the fun part some people are so afraid of that don't change no no what if now I get it you need to ask what if every now and again ask what if sometimes you know love it love the what ifs as soon as you start to just let it own you though that's the scary part to me let it own you? What does that mean? It means as soon as you start doing something different and stuff doesn't seem right and oh no, I don't know if this is the right thing I should be doing right now, your ego will get in the way. That little mind, that little voice in your head will start to really fuck with you. It'll be like, oh no, you know, adversity is coming, right? Like, oh, everything just got harder. It's because things are changing. It's different. People are afraid of that. And it's going to be a little hard at first. Because everybody around you, they're doing the same shit. I like this analogy. Everybody else is going downstream. And all of a sudden you're like, why am I doing this? This isn't what I want to do. And you turn around and you go upstream. 
so many people are going to tell you, hey, hey, you're going the wrong way. And you're like, no, no, I'm not. And at first it's going to be kind of hard because that, that water is kind of a bitch, right? Like it's, it's hard to go upstream, go against the grain for a bit, but you build some endurance, you build some grit, your, your skin becomes thicker, you can handle more shit, and you look at everybody else and you're, they're, they're suffering, they're weak, they hurt, and you're like, shit, I got this, I'm going uphill, I'm going upstream, this builds me, because this is what I was meant to do. And then, your support, the support team around you, other people, what they're doing with their life, what's happening there, what do you want? You start to have people too, they do it too, they're like, whoa. And then what you create is your own current. As soon as you get tired, somebody else takes over and you just kind of go behind them for a bit and you really start to gain some momentum. It's nuts, man. Like it, people really get it. As soon as you start to have your crew, you get a crew, your family, the 1%, the 150 at most, right? 150 people is about the most you can understand and conceivably know at one time. Other than that, you're just around people. That's it. Whether it's online or in person, it doesn't matter. 150 is your maximum, so you can know that story. So you can relate with them. So you can share life experiences with them, whether they're in person or behind a keyboard. It doesn't matter what it is. It's still an experience. It's an amazing experience. Every moment, like right now, you're listening to this. I'm grateful for that. First of all, I'm grateful that you're listening because I'm learning as I speak it, man. Like it, That's the, the coolest part about why I hit record because I learned going oh shit maybe I am learning maybe I am teaching me as soon as I can speak it as soon as I can really metabolize it I speak it and go dang because there are so many times where I feel like man I don't I'm not really doing anything with my life I suck right I've said that those are recent words and then people finish the 365 watt journey and I'm not posting their uh, their stories, their testimonials because I'm not there yet, right? Like I'm, I'm so not there yet. Like they've done the work and I praise them, not publicly yet. I mean, I kind of do on Facebook or whatever it is, but I, I, I haven't put it on my website because I think I'm afraid. Wait, yeah, it is because I'm afraid that it works too well. The mental preparation hasn't hit until right now. That's why I speak it. Then I know, like, oh. Because this year, you know, I, I'm one of them. I finished it every day. John, Ashley, Ashley, Carrie, Kat. I mean, there's so many. Uh, Julie's coming up on it. Uh, Lori's coming up on it. I mean, there's, there's there's eight right there. There's uh, Katie, right? Like, she's the first finisher. She's finished it twice. So, I've there's ten. Ten people have finished this. And I think there's only two that I've posted online. You know, like on my website, on the stories. 
and I'm learning as I'm speaking right now that I, until this moment, have not realized that I'm so afraid, and I love it. I'm loving the fear that what if, what if this actually works, and what if everything that I've worked for comes true, and that I want, and that I need? What if this is what I need? And there it is, it's what if, right? I need myself to realize that I know what I'm doing no matter what. I've learned, I continue to learn what to eat, what to drink, what to move like, what to think like, because I continue to learn and then I teach it only by example because that's the way I feel I do only by example like I'm going to teach a class tonight at this moment right I'm driving and I'm like uh, no worries no hands are on the phone or whatever It, but what it is is I will teach a class tonight based on what I'm feeling right so I'll go hmm let me check it out. Let me check out the lay of the land. Who showed up tonight? Let's do squats. Let's do some reverse fly on the suspension trainer. Let's do a whole bunch of different things, right? I don't know because I'm not there yet. But I, only, I create the workouts based on a feeling. Like I feel like we need to get some blood pumping, some cardio, some sweat. We need to get our sweat on. And sweating, not only, like, not only does it cool off the body, but it detoxifies the body. Like, our pores open up and it gets all the junk out. It's very nice. It's cleansing. It makes you feel good. That's what it is, though feel good 10 people have finished the wad journey you know how long of a grind it takes to be to get it to be 10 people like I'm not even done with the program yet and 10 people have already finished what does it look like when I'm finished I'm really going balls out going just gangbuster on it right Going, okay, nobody can tell me I'm wrong. Which, nobody can. You can't tell me I'm wrong with these wads. Every single day, commit to it. I'm right. Because I'm right either way. Whether it's wrong or not, I'm right. My doctor can tell me I'm wrong, but I'm still right. I'm only wrong if I choose I'm wrong. And then I'm still right anyway. And those who understand fully about choices, about what choices that they make affect their life, we'll get what that means. If you want a good reference to what I mean, watch the movie Thank You for Smoking. I know it seems weird, like I would give people a smoking reference, right? But Thank You for Smoking is a great reference of I'm right, no matter what, I'm right. That's fun. It's fun to me. That's all that matters. As long as, as long as I feel good, I can spread that. 
I can spread joy real fast. I can inspire others real fast to be their best self because I only see that. Like they see the faults in themselves, right? Because I see the faults in me and then I ignore them and say, fuck that. I know my strengths and that's all I see in other people are the strengths. Oh wait, you like to be doing work that is mind-numbing. Awesome, let's go do this. You need constant movement. Let's go do this. You need thought-provoking things to do. Awesome, let's go do this, right? You hate work. Okay, let's go do this. Like, I can see only the strengths. No, I take that back. I I can see only the strengths. But I also see those weaknesses. I just don't focus on them. That's what it is. I focus only on the strengths. I see the strengths and weaknesses. I see them. But I only focus on the strengths. That's what I do. That's the fun part. That's realizing the, the maximum potential is in the strengths not in the weaknesses let's work on our weaknesses why you can spend your whole fucking life working on your weaknesses they'll always be there you'll find other weaknesses let's focus on your strengths and double down on that you get even better can you imagine getting even better at what you're already good at and forgetting about what you're not good at You'll always find stuff you're not good at. You'll always find it. Even when you become good at other things, you'll still then look for other things that you're not good at. Why? Who cares? Be as good as you can at it and call it a day. Focus on the things that you're really good at. Double, triple down on that. Hell yeah. That feels good. Screw the things that you're not good at. You're never going to be best at them. And that's what it is. Like, that's some truth. I will never be good at reading a book, sitting down and just reading it. I will never be good at that. I'm okay with that. I love the fact that I know that about myself. If I really want to read it and metabolize the information, I'll find a way. Whether it's buying the book and the audio book. And shutting out the world until it's done and then redo it over and over and over until I know it like the back of my hand and then I can teach it. Whatever method that I use, that's the important part to me. I know what I know. And I don't know what I don't know until I know that I don't know. And that's the fun part. How do you know what you don't know? Right? You don't know what you don't know until you realize that you don't know it and go, oh, cool. I love it. And then you're choosing anything past that. If you realize that you don't know something and you continue to not know it and you choose to not know it, awesome. But if you blame other people for not knowing it, that's your own damn fault. You know what you know and that's it. It's okay to not know as long as you're okay with that. If you're not okay with it, do something about it. 
We are in the informational times. You have information readily available to you. You're just choosing not to know it. You're just choosing not to learn it, to metabolize it, to bring it in as truth. It's just the truth itself. A really close person to me back in the day, uh, right out of college, I... After five years of just working with this person, I realized that I have learned everything that I could from this person. And they had stopped learning. They stopped learning after about five to seven years into their career. And that was it. I left. I didn't follow that person anymore. Because the advice that I was getting was only to their understanding. Not that I was, that I'm better, they're better, I'm better, whatever it is, right? It's just their understanding I surpassed. Like the teacher became the student at that point. Student became the teacher. How about that? That's what it is. Student became the teacher. And that's okay. Not that my ego, not that I knew more. It's just your awareness is broader. Your awareness is what it is. And as soon as you feel that and you know it, move on. There are people who know more than me. that, that, That I teach them and they pick it up way faster than I did. I'm a late bloomer, man. But at least that bloom... I love it. Some people, they listen to what I say the first time and they get it and they're like, boom, I'm already got this. And then what? And be like, I don't know. Because I clearly haven't gotten to where you're at. I haven't gotten to that level yet. You know, like a video game term. That's okay with me. I obviously am not their person anymore. But the reason I think that surfaced right now is because the technology world had I followed my gut right this is uh this is a regret of mine I really bashed Twitter back in 2008 I really bashed Facebook and YouTube and all of those things because I was following the person that I was and and going down that path and had I followed my gut I would have made more content, more programming, more what I'm doing now. And I woulda, shoulda, coulda all day. This is my woulda, shoulda, coulda moment. I would have been one of the pioneers. And I didn't because I chose the conventional route to, you know, do that listen to somebody who's been into the field for 20 years and don't go you know that internet is the thing of the it's just a fad and all like no listen to your gut like what I have I think the moral of what I what is surfacing right now is my gut my my intuition my that voice that is deep down that's always been there not the voice in my head my like 
fear-based talk, but like my deep down has always been there. Man, I remember as a kid following that. And man, did it just, it's just, it's the divine, right? It's the divine wisdom. Some would call it God. Some would call it the universe. Some would call it whatever they want. But it is the divine wisdom. It is my deep down. It is the calling. It is the purpose. It is is me. That just says, do this. And until you're ready to do this, I'll still be here. And I'm like, okay. You either do it or you don't. There's no in between. I'm going to try it. No. You either do it or you don't. There's no in between. That's the fun part of it all. It doesn't matter. It matters zero. Because it'll always be there when you're ready for it. Some people go a lifetime and they don't listen to it. And then they regret it. Oh man, I should have worked out more. I should have eaten better. I should have started that business. I should have asked that girl out. I should have asked that boy out. I should have, should have, could have, would have, right? Should have. And then you realize, hey, I'm still young. I still have it. I still can do whatever it is that I want. Whether you're 15, 30, 40, 50, 90, doesn't matter. You can do it. You're just choosing not to. Or choosing to do it. Maybe you're listening to this and he's like, well, you know, you're like, fuck yeah, Jed. Yeah, okay. I am doing it. That voice, deep down, you know, your mom, or your dad, or your uncle, your aunt, your brother, sister, your wife, husband, they're telling you something else. Your child, daughter, son, whatever. They're like, no, don't do that. You're, you're making me feel like this. Okay, well, that sounds like a you problem. Why are you feeling that? Help them realize by saying this is what makes me happy. This is what brings me joy. This is what fills my life. That's my why. That's why my wife supports me the most because if if she's the reason that I pull the plug, she knows there'll be resentment there. It's like, well then you resent me forever. I'd be like, I can't say that you're wrong. And she's like, okay. Then keep doing what brings you joy. This right now brings me joy. She supports me unconditionally in whatever I do exercise, hunting, fishing, hanging out with the kids, working, whatever. Helping other people, whatever it is. She supports me. I may catch a little resistance, but that's life. That is life, because it's the unknown. Like I, my audience grows, and it's unfamiliar. She does not like the unfamiliar, and that's okay. I'm very aware of that. And sometimes I don't like the unfamiliar. I'm very aware of that. But what I do like is the fact that no matter what. She's always behind me. She's always 110% in with whatever I want. That brings me joy because that's what I want for her. That's what I want for me. She gets that. 
not everybody has that. Everybody's spouse is, you know, you got to pick on your spouse. Why? Well, they like it. Do they, though? Have you ever asked them, hey, do you like it when I pick on you? Do you like it when I go against you on every single decision that you make? Do you like it when whatever you do something, I ridicule you and make you feel like it's not enough? Like, I can do it better? No. My intuition tells me no. This has been liberating. This makes me feel joy. Brings my stress down. Just letting it all out there. Putting it out out there. Putting it all out there saying, here's what I feel. Here's what I like. You've made it this far in listening. I encourage you to try to do the same thing. I just hit record on my voice recorder. And then I put it out there on my podcast. And just put it wherever you're listening to this. You don't have to share it to the world. Now the fun part about all this is. You can hit record. Talk it out. And then hit delete. And it's gone. Like it doesn't matter. But the fun part is the emotional roller coaster that you get. The emotional lift that you get. The this stress relief that you'll find that like all of that and then if you want you hit delete if you want to do what I do then you hit you know publish you don't have to share it to the world it may inspire somebody else to be like whoa okay I want to start taking responsibility for my own shit maybe that boss isn't the problem Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe the student loans aren't the problem. Maybe I was the problem in college and I didn't take responsibility for what I was doing and needed more money at the time and I didn't have it, so I borrowed it and that was on me. So now I work my ass off to then pay that money back and now I don't need to work so many hours because I'm not spending more than I'm earning and now I can breathe a little bit easier give it a shot do something different every single day and those changes will be compounding they will just feel normal the changes will feel normal and you will welcome change and adversity and unfamiliar and uncomfortable and un-everything. And the stream will not, the upstream feeling will not feel so hard because you will be stronger and you will have the audacity to go upstream. You will have the confidence, the strength, the endurance everything, the backbone, the moxie to just defy what main what the mainstream is doing. You have the guts because you're a human being. Like requirement number one to change is be a human being. 
done. You got that. Boom. Make it happen. Thank you for listening. Share this with somebody who needs it, right? Just tell them, be like, listen to this whole thing. Don't bullshit me and half-ass it. Listen to this whole thing. Because I feel you need it. Bring a buddy along and say, hey, check out jedcobernis.com. Let's start at the pre-test. Let's start at WAD 1 and go every single day. You and me for a year. Let's commit. Let's do this one-round minimum thing that this guy keeps rapping about. That he keeps talking about. That he has, like, no... No sympathy for somebody who just shits all over themselves. I should say shoulds all over themselves. It's the empathy for him, but not the sympathy. So you and I, let's do this. Check this guy out. This episode is brought to you by jedcobernus.com J-E-D-K-O-B-E-R-N-U-S-Z If you need to know how to say my name Cobernus the U is an I and the Z is silent Cobernus Remember that Put it in Lock it in your mind jedcobernus.com Thank you so much And as always if you're willing to change from the neck up then you will change from the neck down. I believe in you. Now it's your turn to start believing in yourself. Stay safe out there. Be blessed. Bye for now.